In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Roll off. 
also known as my row flame. Coming with laughs and coming with jams. On Love Lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy Town's on speaking to the grown and sexy. We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirits. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit. Old folks say we dig it. Hey, can't no bitch do what you do. Welcome to Laugh and Learn. I am your host, Flame Monroe, along with my beautiful co-host, Miss Lauren Hogan, who's been on vacation. She's on a world tour. She thinks she's Beyonce, y'all. <laughs> no, not at all. Life has been rough, and I'm right back. You on your yeah. Renaissance tour? I wish. Um, no, but I went to Homecoming this past weekend, which was so much fun because it was oh, the first year let me, back. Let, let me hear you say it. Where was Homecoming? P- please tell. It was in Atlanta. It was Spell House. So it was Spellman and Morehouse's homecoming. It was the first one that happened. It's happened in three years. So um, it was really fun. I'm excited. It was so exciting to see everybody and just kind of have that black excellence and camaraderie and everything. Um, we actually had a lot of celebrities show up too, which was interesting from Tybo Champ to, you know, Kerry Washington, Rick Ross. It was, it was an interesting um, homecoming, but I had a great time. Keeping my fingers crossed I don't get COVID because it was a lot of people. And yeah, it was just, uh, it was nice to be back in my second home. And Hold yeah. on, is that the one where Deion Sanders is the coach at one of the schools? Deion Sanders is the head coach at um, Jackson uh, Jackson State, JSU. Oh, okay. Because I so saw... In Mississippi. So yeah, I the saw, whole cast of P Valley went out for that. I was going to say, I thought that was there. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, I talked to you while you were there, though. It sounded like you had a really good time. Did you have a cocktail of two or six or 12 or 15? You know, I was <laughs> really good on Friday, pretty good on Saturday. Sunday was a little rough, and I had a I had a red eye afterwards. So I was a little intoxicated on my flight, almost threw up. But, you know, we made it. That's all that matters. We, we made it. I'm glad you let you down and had a good time. You're supposed to. You, when you're young, you're supposed to have a good time. When you get old, you get mad at everybody. I'm mad at everybody right now. <laughs> But I'm glad to be here. It was was a good week. My week was very, uh, it was very interesting. Wednesday, we did free voices at the Hollywood Laugh Factory. Of course, we'll be there tomorrow. Tomorrow's gang gang night, by the way. Thursday, I spoke at the Karen Bass political fundraiser at the Hollywood Laugh Factory. And it was quite, I wasn't on the show, but Jamie Masada, the owner, invited me to come. So I'm there. I'm, and I knew it was a political rally. So I covered up. I didn't show no cleavage. I was, oh, I was nasty. What? I was nasty. for everything, right? Right. And so <laughs> uh, when I was there, uh, Cedric the Entertainer had to leave while Will I Am was on the stage speaking. And Jamie Masada asked me to close out the show. So I went up. No no introduction, just cold turkey. Turned the show out. Come to find out that they asked me, your partner, your client, to speak at the Democratic National Convention because they love the message that I conveyed about voting and who I am as a person. And I thought it was great. And the only message I pushed to Lauren, yep, I'm black first. Yep, I am transgender. Yep, I'm an entertainer. But I pushed to those people that I am a 
registered voting American citizen of these United States. And as soon as we want to know what American an American citizen looks like, go to your mirror with your registration card, your voter's registration card, and you, my dear, are an American. We told them about it, and they loved the message. They loved how I did it, so they asked me to speak. Now, mind you, the hardest part is going to be what I'm aware at the DNC, because you know I can't show no skin. Child, I'm going to need you just to put on a nice blazer, you know, maybe a little skirt. You know, you can show a little leg, but the you're going to have to cover the girls up. Oh, I'm going to cover. I'm going to look like a, I'm going to have on a hijab and everything. <laughs> yes, please be very covered. But it will be tight as, as oh, your panties. I want it to fit me like a body glove. They didn't say it couldn't show this shape. They just said I couldn't show no skin. I think it was implied. I think it was implied. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just, just I, I, see, that's the that. news. I didn't hear that. All I heard yeah. was mm. wake it up and shake it up. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's going to be great. And, and I think that it's going to be wonderful, A, for my career, B, for our, for our podcast, Laugh and Learn, and C, just to push the importance of voting, because I think a lot of people miss that. And like I said on the microphone, I don't know what party you represent. That ain't even that important to me, although I know it really is as a Democrat. But I just want you to utilize the power that you have, which is your vote. Get your butt up and go to the polls and vote. That is very important. So it's so funny that you say that, because I kind of want to segue and I'm kind of getting off topic, but you just jogged my memory about something Let's that happened it. this past weekend. That's what Laugh Learn is about. So, you know, early voting started in Georgia, um, I think this past, last Tuesday. So it's been going on for about a week. Um, but I actually read an article that was posted by Sean King that a student that attends the Morehouse School of Medicine, this young girl, she went in to basically exercise her right to vote and perform early voting. When she got there... They basically challenged her voter eligibility and were trying to force her to fill out a provisional ballot. She said that she felt very intimidated and she felt like, you know, she was really being almost like cornered. So she ended up leaving and she didn't vote. So what's happening in Georgia now is basically they passed a law where citizens or poll workers can actually challenge you on your voter eligibility. And basically, if you don't pass their test, they're not going to allow you to vote. Sound familiar about, you know, 1950, how many marbles are in this jar? Exactly. So it's literally like we are back in the 19, you know, 50s and 60s when, you know, there was this big boom around, you know, voting. And especially in Georgia in such a key race with Stacey Abrams, Brian Kemp, Raphael Warnock, Herschel Walker. So there's these key um, races that are happening in the state and they're practicing voter suppression again to make sure that us, we don't vote or make it difficult for us to exercise our right to vote. So that's, that is quite scary. And it always goes back to what you said shit a year ago. Um, if our vote wasn't so important, why would, why would they do so many things to try to discard it? And I, you made me think of something that happened. So I attended the Grio awards on this weekend and, um, there was a young lady, a 13 year old girl. She's, uh, the first for NASA, She's the first person, she was the youngest person ever worked for NASA, and she just got accepted to medical school. Her name eludes me. You Google it, you'll find, y'all will know. Anywho, she was making this great speech because they honored her at the Greer Awards. By the way, the Greer Awards will become our Oscars. It was so classy, so wonderful, and well put together. Byron Allen did an amazing job at the whole black people dressed up and honoring us and us speaking so well. 
And this girl did not have a prepared speech, Lauren, and she was talking about why it was so important for her to help people, who she was. And she has done all of these great things in her young 13 years. And she kept giggling and laughing. And I was speaking to April Ryan, and April Ryan was said, I don't like that she didn't have a prepared speech. I thought that her mom should have prepared her speech. And I told April, what she did, though, was reminded us that she was a 13-year-old kid. And I thought that that was fantastic because with all her great accomplishments, she's still a little girl. And she remembered that. Well, I think that what you're saying, though, is so important because I think, especially because, you know, I think as black women, you know, our innocence or like our, our childhood innocence is almost taken away from us so quickly. So I love that you said that to April, that she's still a child. And in those moments of her speaking, she was able to remind the audience that yes, while I am still a child, I'm still doing great things, but I'm still a child at the end of the day. You know what I and mean? And it was so adorable. And when, at the end, because I think the Greer Awards aired November the 5th, she cut one of her dreadlocks for the young lady that was killed in Iran who had the hijab on wrong to show solidarity in women and the power of the youth and young ladies. And I, oh my God. This little girl had my ass flooded because she was so, and even with the Tyler Perry's and the, and the Dave Chappelle's and the Queen Latifah's, all these big names, this little girl was a powerhouse, Lauren. And I love the fact that she remembered that she was a little girl. It was so adorable. But the Grill Awards was great, hosted by Cheryl Underwood and Tay Diggs. And the only issue I had that Cheryl didn't change dresses, because I would have changed dresses about 15 <laughs> times. Everybody doesn't do that. That's a you thing. <laughs> But I, would. I, I do want to also say something, too. I know you like to talk about the Gen Zers and that last generation. I'm telling you, there's something special about them. I know people love to talk about them, how they're lazy, they're this, they're that. There's some brilliant minds in that generation. That's all I'm going to say. And raised in a single parent household just by her mom. Her mother was there and the mother was so supportive. She talked about the support from home. I love that because I love when... Young sisters have a strong mother to to guide them and to mold them, i.e. you. Because, you know, I thought you was about 45 on your business savvy. Not, the not way because of the way that I look, just because no, of professionalism. We got to yeah, clarify no. that. You know, me and well, Tim are 10 years apart. Savvy. Oh, my God. We're 10 There's years nobody. apart. You're 36 and 27. Boy, I said 33 or 34. And you said, when you said 24, I say, girl, you lie. <laughs> <laughs> But it was an amazing event, and your and your your uh, me, Flame Monroe, your client made the um, Getty images. I saw them. You looked in a, very good. Uh, bank account dress. Uh, that was a bank account dress. A bank account dress is that you got to put something in it in order to get some out of. Ooh, did yeah. you see what I put in it? <laughs> no, but you I need look very to fit like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You look like such but a was- woman. Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, that was an amazing <laughs> event, and uh, we had a good time. And Lord, I'm telling you right now. I, I, you might be onto something with these Jizzies because that little girl was so remarkable to me. And um, it just set the precedence of this is going to be our Oscars. The Greer Awards will probably be, probably become our Oscars. It was just that magnanimous to me. Well, they're starting to create things for us, which I, I mean, we always still have the, like the Image Awards, obviously. We're creating things for us. Exactly. We have the Image Awards, um, now the Greer Awards. And then even, you know, what... Um, Tina Lawson does with Wearable Art Gala. That's turning into our Black Met Gala. You know what I mean? I want, so, I want an invite to that next year. I've actually, this is the first year I actually haven't gone because I was in Atlanta for homecoming. But I've pretty, I think, yeah, I've been actually every year that she's had it. 
It's a beautiful event. It's a beautiful affair. She raises a lot of money. The program is always really fantastic. So I'm sad I couldn't go, but I had to go to Atlanta and get my black excellence on. But so yeah, she raised five million this year. So we are two weeks away from election, but it's so many uh debates going on. Now they did have a debate. Um uh, which debate did I watch? Well, I ain't watched none of them in 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 full. Because I can't. Fetterman, did you watch that one tonight? That one is going actually went on tonight. No, but I, I was with Fetterman, and I'm telling you, I never trusted Doctor Oz. I think we talked about this on episodes of Laugh and Learn a while ago. I told you I never trusted him because you he did. always had a look to me, and I never believed in his in his medical whatever he was saying. It was always for show, but then he jumped into the political game. He went far left or whichever, yeah, far left or was it far right? Which one was it? You know, it's interesting because I never knew that he was a Republican and a Trump supporter. So when he came out as, you know, running on the Republican side of things, I was very shocked and appalled. And I was like, dang, I can't really take advice on anything that you say now, especially not medically, because I don't know what's biased and what's skewed in your eyes. But um, I hope that he loses. That's all I can really say. I really hope well, he loses. was about double digits, but Fetterman had a stroke, you know, a while ago. And Dr. Oz actually used that in his campaign to try to beat Fetterman to say that he had medical issues and, and not nicely. So now he's trying to clean that up because he saw that he was still losing. And and now reported, according to the news, he's trying to get as far away from that Trump, whatever that is, as possible because it's like a cloud of gloom and doom. Well, it's interesting, too, of how some Republicans are shifting um, for instance, there was an ad that I saw while I was in Atlanta. Um, it was, uh, I forgot the organization, but it was like Republicans for credibility. They actually ran an ad against Herschel Walker. I couldn't believe it. And it was a Republican organization that paid for primetime TV ad to run against Herschel Walker. Yeah. Lots of rats to jump and ship and lots of people are starting to see things for what they were. I.e. Let's segue into it. Yee. Yee, and speaking of jumping ship, <laughs> Woo, I'm not laughing. About? I'm not laughing at the man's pain, but when he said anything negative about black people, there was no repercussions, there was no backlash, there was no nothing. Baby, he said something about the Jewish community, and when I tell you, they are snatching things left, right, sideways, up, under, uh, over, between, back to behind the door, through the gangway. Oh, my grandma used to say, "It's in the gangway." <laughs> Baby, everybody running ship. They like rats on the Titanic. Listen, my my main issue at this point in time is I just find it interesting that Kanye West has made so many hateful comments about black folks, the black community. So whether it was slavery was a choice or wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt, these are recent things. But he said so many degrading things about black people. These big companies, Adidas, Gap, Balenciaga, nobody cared about that. But as soon as he offended the Jewish community, all bets were off. They got to part ways. Mm. Oh, he's racist. He's making all these comments. He's losing everything. He really is. His net worth literally plummeted by millions, hundreds of millions of dollars today. Forbes removed him off of the billionaire list based on his net worth dropping so much after um, Adidas dropped him today, officially parted ways. But it's just so interesting to me 
that once you offend the Jewish community, that that's the big no-no. You can talk crap about black folks and these big companies don't care, but the Jewish community, all bets are off. It's Is that a did they Were they reminding him that he was a brother? Yeah, they were reminding him for sure that he was black. 100%. Because we all know on Drink Champs when he did that um, episode, he said he could say, you know, anti-Jewish comments and he would be fine. And Adidas couldn't do anything. They sure did dissolve that uh, partnership and lose almost $250 million. They surely did. Sometimes you got, Fantasia Barino said it best, sometimes you got to lose to win. I still love her. Speaking of her, she opened up the Griot Award Saturday, and that was probably probably the biggest mistake they made in their lives. Because when I tell you that sister opened up that show and took that bar all the way to heaven and could oh. nothing come and touch it. Babe, let me tell you what was so funny, Lauren, at the Griot Awards. So Pat, they honored Patty LaBelle. So Patty LaBelle came out and sang. You could clearly see the monitor. And you know when I'm on live, I always say, make the words real big. Baby, the words on the teleprompter was big as my head. Good God, it was yeah. funny as hell. And Miss Patty stopped looking at the teleprompter and forgot the words to Superwoman and told, Fant- told Fantasia, Queen Latifah, uh, who else was saying? Yolanda Adams. And that was somebody else. She said, y'all just sing. So when Patty couldn't remember the words, she started flying like a bird. We lost our masks. I screamed so loud, Lord. I had a great time. Good God, that was fun. That's hilarious. Uh, get off topic. Where was we at? <laughs> we were we talking, talking about, about Mr. West. I told you on the Breakfast Club, I said, told y'all, y'all, he played in that Kardashian cesspool, baby. Woo! Woo! It's scary. And, and you know, he told his wife or ex-wife, whatever they, I don't even know if they're divorced yet, um, that he, she would never make it. Her career was going to end once she divorced him in, her, in the fashion world. And Vogue has parted ways with him and she's still in bed with them. So, it, you know, it's interesting to see. Well, for now, for now, we all we don't know what the future is going to bring. I'm curious to see how her fashion career works out, though, considering she does have all of these relationships because of Kanye. If we're going to call a spade a spade, that is true. He really built up her fashion career. So well, I know she came I- out and said she doesn't support what he said. But I'm curious to see what happens for her, considering she's tied to him. You've already seen it. You've already seen it once. What? Another black man helped build her career. And it's boom. She's 10 times more bigger bigger than him. Well, she is. She's who she is now because of him. That's very true. Mm, So, so yeah. I'm curious to see how her relationships, if they're maintained or if people are distancing themselves from her. I'm curious to see how it plays out. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. 
How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%.
Identity theft protection starts here. And back to these politics, Lauren. So Ron DeSantis, your favorite governor in Florida, (laughs) has made some of the most bogus outlandish statements. I I thought he wanted to run for president. And I'm not sure if that's what the the case is. He definitely does. Can, but his, can we play the audio? I feel like we should play the audio because what he said was so ludicrous. I feel like we should play the audio on this episode. Um, Aaron, let me know if you can hear this. Around the country, they do have programs, unfortunately, where they will take a student, look at their race, say, okay, you're white, you're an oppressor. If you're black, you're oppressed. And think about what that does to a six or seven-year-old kid. That's wrong. You're seeing that. You have people that are teaching uh, and actually, his running mate has said this in the past, that teaching the United States was built on stolen land. That is inappropriate for our schools. It's not true. Uh, and I'm happy. Teaching mm. that the United States was built on stolen land is not true. Listen, I've, I've said publicly before that he was Patrick the Starfish from SpongeBob SquarePants, which... <laughs> And I don't change my statement at all. It is such a divider. It is such a great divide. And it is so tactical and ugly. And we are already in a horrible crisis for race, uh, the critical race theory that we might erupt in this country. I don't know, Lauren. I'm telling you, it's getting scarier. Every day it's getting scarier. It's just, it's interesting. And I feel like it goes back to the previous episode that we talked about troll culture. Because Mm -hmm. you're knowingly spreading misinformation people are getting sued behind this at this point for spreading conspiracy theories and actually telling lies that you know are not true so for you to say that people are in classrooms telling white kids that oh you're oppressors nobody's doing that people telling black kids oh you're oppressed nobody's doing that in school what what teachers are trying to do like folks like allison who's been on our show who's an educator in the florida area where she has this terrible governor. Allison Lewis. Yes. You're trying to teach children the truth behind this country and behind what our ancestors, their ancestors did and how it was wrong and how it's honestly built an ongoing cycle in this country of what should not happen. You stole, killed to create this country and then couldn't even build it yourself. You had to go to freaking Africa to get us to build it because you couldn't do it yourselves so it's just Ron DeSantis is also another example of a person of color specifically Latino trying to assimilate and be white there's just there's so many things that are wrong with what he's saying and I like how he has an identity crisis and identifies himself it's just I just can't believe that he actually said that in the middle of a debate but you know the wild thing is people are still going to vote for him Oh, he's in the right state. He's in the Manny Petty state. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's definitely in Cuckoo Patty. And I'm not disrespecting Florida at all, but some of y'all just really needed to... Ooh, that Kool-Aid got to be real sweet because, good God, y'all keep drinking it. And it's I don't know. Jim Jones Kool-Aid at this point. It really well, is. Because people are going to keep voting for him. That's like, the crazy part. Yeah, we're not going to just blame Florida because Texas and, and Ted Cruz... First of all, Ted Cruz was on The View yesterday. And he could hardly even get through because the audience, they, they were booing him and you know what, and SOB. And Whoopi had to get mad to try to settle him down. Whoopi could not settle them down. They talked about Joy, not Joy, uh, Anna Navarro questioned him. 
as a Latino woman to another Latino man, how could you let this man insult your wife? Because she's part Cuban. She says a Cuban man would never. And uh, he just, well, you know, I knew the assignment and I figured I would have to work with this man. He skirted past it and made every excuse in the book because I'm telling you, he showed that he had no spine, no backbone, and he had not been to see the wizard because he didn't have no brain, no courage, or, or no damn heart when Donald Trump called his wife ugly to his face, unattractive, and his father was a killer. And he said, bow down and adhere to it. I don't know what is wrong with people, Lauren. People are broken and lost. And the, the sad part is that the people that are broken and lost are in positions of power to destroy us. And... I, so out to your first point, I will say, I don't, I think when Ted Cruz has to run again, I think his seat up is up in 2024, if I'm not mistaken. When he has to run again, I think he's going to lose. I don't think he's going to keep his seat because I think the people of Texas are really pissed off, pissed off at him, especially after he left in the middle of a crisis and went to Mexico. I don't think he's going to get reelected, but I also am not confident that Beto is going to win against Greg Abbott. I'm not. Yeah, well, Beto was too emotional, and then it's too many. Um, it's too many Republicans in Texas. Texas still has is full of even after all that Uvalde tragedy, and it has showed that they were wrong in every way possible in law enforcement. You're right, Lauren. I'm, unfortunately, I hate to agree with you on this one because you probably you, you no you you you're right on that. Uh, Beto O'Rourke I like but I think he gets a little too emotional and as a politician you really have to remove the emotion that's why I love Stacey Abrams so much because you can't shake that lady you don't you you can say the worst things about her and her temperament is whatever and speaking of Stacey Abrams my good Spellman sis was at homecoming and did attend tailgate she was with the people and she better win but anyway I smiled at I twerk on. I said, come on, Stacey. <laughs> she is with the people and is for the people. I need her to win. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that Ted Cruz is going to actually win his seat again. And he probably knows that too. And I think once he loses that seat, it's going to be, what are you going to actually do? He's going to have to become a political correspondent, probably on Fox or something. And our fantastic uh, producer here reminded us today that he went to the to the game, oh, the Yankee game, yeah, in New York. Abe not only booed him but disrespected him, called him all kind of names, just in every and 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 well deserved. He has shown his ass too many times to be so disrespectful, not only to the Texans but to the country. So I think it's well deserved. I don't feel no pity for him at all. Child, I just don't have any sympathy for Ted Cruz at this point. So best of luck. You better be glad I wasn't sitting next to him because I'd have called him every. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. He probably would be right there with everybody else at Yankee Stadium. So, but I would have been allowed. I'm welcome. Put a Tiffany Haddish and jumped on his face and moved my hand with it back and mm-hmm. forth and back and forth. He might have punched me. He wouldn't have punched me. He ain't said nothing about Donald Trump saying nothing about his wife. He wouldn't. He wouldn't hit me because I would have took my wig off and got with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a girl with with the check. So last but not least, we do need to talk about there was another school shooting in St. Louis. Um, I just feel like school shootings at this point, people are kind of like become immune to it. Like it's not as big of a deal anymore because they're happening so often. And it's just breaking my heart that it's not safe for kids to go to school. It's just not. 
I can't say that I'm immune to it, but when I hear about it, I, the first thing I say is another one. And the only reason I'm not immune to it is because I have a kid that's still in high school. Yep. So it kind of like, oh my God, the first thing I do is text my daughter, call, girl, you okay? You safe? And we have gone over the rules a thousand times that if, if it ever happens at her school. You get to the safest place you can and hide. Don't you open the door. Don't you make a sound, turn that phone off, text me and say, dad, this is it, but this is where I'm at and I'm safe to let me know because parents worry. You don't know what's going on and you never know when it's going to happen. And it seemed like it got quieted down for two or three weeks. And then here we are again. Here we are again. My concern is that it's still happening and it's not being reported. Well, he left the tour. He left the note. He was 19 years old. He graduated. I can't. I don't know his name. You can tell me his name, Lauren. He graduated from the school last year. He came back because he said he had no friends, no family, nobody loved him. He had 600 rounds of ammunition from an AR-15 that he had just purchased. So now they're going after the... But see, this is what blows me. Why sell these weapons to these youth? And then you're going, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's not going to bring my baby back. But... Uh, who, um, who, what is it? What does TT Jan say? Get keep ready. your head on, keep your head on. But uh, no, is get ready so you can stay ready. I, f- I forgot what it was saying all that to say, I just got my gun this past weekend or right before I left Atlanta last Tuesday. I have my weapon now, so because that's well, I feel like that's what we have to do at this point to protect ourselves because there is well, so much violence happening. Because my switchblade is not going to be good enough anymore, my switchblade can't stop a bullet. Yeah, you can't take a knife to a gunfight. And he yeah. killed the 60-year-old young lady, and he killed the 61-year-old teacher. And I'm glad that you brought that up about your gun, because there was an incident that just happened, I think it was in Alabama, where a off-duty firefighter wrestled and manhandled a black guy for more than 10 minutes because he insulted the lady in the store. They, they got into a, a, not to a physical altercation, just to a shouting match. And he stepped in, intervened, and this was a black guy, and he's a big white boy, and he just owned this white boy, on this black guy for 10 minutes, and the girlfriend kept saying, get off him, get off him. She had a gun. She shot him one time and killed him, and there's no charges. And I'm telling you, that was justice in America to me for that one time, because there were so many warnings, and he would not get off of this guy. I don't know why these people think that they can take the law into their own hands, but that is the that is the plethora of problems that Trump opened to make people think that they can do what they want to do. I love that she stood up for herself, and I'm with you, Lauren. That might be what we have to do just to let them know that this is not that. This is not, well, like they say, yesterday's money ain't today's money. Yep. Maybe yesterday's black people ain't today's black people. Talk about, I am not my ancestors. You've seen them shirts. I am my ancestor, but I got the I got their heart. But goddamn it, I got a gun. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. That's what I, I mean don't when I have say a gun. That. Let me we, say that publicly. We, we I don't that. have a gun. <laughs> well, I I legally have a firearm. I took a test. I passed background. We in California, so you know you can't get around that, especially with the governor that we have. But I went through all the legalities. But my dad just he because especially because I'm in you know my place by myself. He wanted to make sure that I was protected. So he was like, you need to purchase a gun. So I'm officially a gun owner. I go to the gun range with my uncle, who's ex-LA. He's an ex-LAPD uh, detective. And I, you got to protect yourself. My switchblade isn't good enough anymore. Sadly, Lauren, it's just it's just tragic. And, you know, and I saw the kids and they were, they were interviewing the, the students that come out to school in St. Louis. And that was a young black girl. She couldn't have been no older than 15 or 16. She said, I'm never going back to school anymore. They have petrified these children. Okay. To, 
were in school, our biggest worries was who got the best sneakers or, or who wearing the Adidas jacket or, you know, who got the, the Tom Ford or what have you. Not who's going to live. Not who's going to live today. I don't think if I was a parent tomorrow and had to send my kid to school, I don't think I would be comfortable to do it. I wouldn't. I would probably homeschool my kid. I don't think I would be okay sending my kid to school. Well, they it, it, it's so much because then when you homeschool them, if you're not you traveling and, and teaching them outside of the world, they become so stagnated in the house, almost like a hermit, which put us back to the pandemic situation. And don't let us leave without saying rest in peace to the great uh, Leslie Jordan. Oh, my God. I met that little queen one time. He was so funny and so what are you y'all know- doing? He got me through the pandemic. Let me tell you, Leslie Jordan got me through the pandemic. What are y'all doing uh-huh. <laughs> with this little video? Uh, he still he still worked. Sixty seven years old. He worked to the day that, and he died living his dream. The question is, are you living yours? because your happiness, everybody's going to die. That is a given. Everyone is going to leave here. But while you're here, are you happy doing what you're doing? It's not about, we put so much uh, uh, weight on money and success and fame, but success and fame is, is what you think of as inside of you. You know, Lauren, you're successful at your job. I don't know what your big dreams are for what you want to do, but you seem happy with, with your position. You seem happy in your personal life. And a lot of people miss that because they they want status. I want to be the number one. I want to be the most famous. I want to be this. I want to be happy. And Leslie Jordan pushed happiness. He pushed that he was a happy person. And he said that it took him years to find that happiness. A lot of people will never find that happiness in their life. They just be content. I hate the way that he passed, though, to have a heart attack in the car. And then you had a car crash. I always said if I ever had to go, I just wanted to go in my sleep. So I hate that well, he went the way that he did. I want to go pretty. Let me just be. I want to go real. I want to go done. Beat. <laughs> Child, I'll be okay being barefaced and in my bed and just you know <laughs> going my sleep. But I don't know. Um, I know we talked about a lot today. It just seems like we're back in a space where things are getting really, really heavy. Yeah, um, and you. World. And I want to talk about another debate. That the 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 the, young, the lady who's running for Air, the governor of Arizona. I cannot think of, she is a Trump, she Trump with a vagina. Oh my God, she's a nightmare. She, um, she a huge Trump supporter. She sees things her way. She all, she keeps pushing this, the, the election was stolen and she's winning in Arizona and she's winning. Um, I'm trying to think of her last name. Um, there's Carrie Lake and, uh, eesh, I can't think of her name. Google her. Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs. There we go. She is a nightmare. Oh, my God. And she, to me, I look at her and I see the face of evil. Yeah. There was some hope in a couple of states. Um, I know for Michigan, Georgia, and, um, well, Georgia really for the Senate race, too. But it's going to be interesting to see how things end up shaking out. Because, like I said, Georgia, for instance, we're seeing voter suppression I think we're going to see that in more and more states as we, you know, really get to election day. I already have my absentee ballot or not my absentee, excuse me, my mail-in voting ballot because I always do mail-in. I just fill my ballot out at home and I drop it off afterwards. But 
Um, well, there's voter suppression and there's voter intimidation because in some states they have mass people sitting in cars apparently with guns. So when you go up to vote, it's an all an intimidation factor. They're going to have to get the right ones because I'm telling you, I went to see the wizard and he gave me his job. I ain't scared of shit. Well, that's all about voter suppression. You know, that's the same thing that they did back in the 50s and 60s, you know, and even when. Black folks got the right to vote. When they exercised their right to vote, their employers would fire them. That's why we they ended up creating Tent City in the middle of uh, between Montgomery and Selma, Alabama, because black folks literally ended up being homeless and had to live in tents. And the you know racist white folks would drive by and shoot into tents that they were living in because they were fired from their jobs for exercising their right to vote, even after it was legal. So. There's just so much that has gone into allowing us the right to vote and to feel like we're in a time warp dealing with the same thing. And it's 2022 is just baffling. It's so baffling. So I just encourage everybody that even if you're in Georgia, if you are, you know, if your voter eligibility is challenged, just take the extra time, fill out that provisional ballot so that way you can ultimately cast your vote because your vote is needed. It's unfortunate that we have to take those extra steps at this day and time, but it's what we have to do. And to the people within my listening ear, if you say my little one vote don't count, hear me and hear me very clearly and loud, because this was the message that I pushed. If 20 people feel like you and we lose the Democratic vote by 20 people, understand that that weight falls on you. Yep. It's as simple as that. Your vote does count and they're counting on you not to vote. So understand that we have to beat them at their own game. They are changing the laws, changing the ways that you can vote, moving all kind of polling stations and everything. But for the for the ones that told you to hold your vote until we figure out what the black agenda is, the black agenda is the same thing as the white agenda and the Latino agenda and the Asian and the indigenous agenda uh, and Italian and every other nationality. We all want to be treated fairly as Americans. Americans all look the same. If you're a registered voter, then damn it, you're an American. So goddamn, let's make America wonderful because <laughs> America ain't been wonderful. Woo. I would say, when was America ever wonderful? Before Columbus came with his bullshit. Because <laughs> the Indians were good. They ain't need no help. They were smoking a pea pipe, peace pipe and eating their maize, which is corn and having a good time. I don't know. Columbus came with all that bullshit. Look at you. You about to fall out the bed again. Well, here at Laugh and Learn, we have a saying. We're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're always just simply trying to get you guys to use your mind. Because why, Flame? Because if you don't vote, you don't have a mind. So get your ass to the polls and register. Vote. And vote. don't vote your future because your future is not promised. Vote your present. We are living in hell. Vote your present. I understand that the future is coming. But, baby, a lot of people ain't even going to have a future because... The present is so jacked up. They trying to cancel our future. You better vote your present. Don't worry about the future. Couldn't have said it better myself. Shoot. Uh, November 8th is right around the corner. Right around the corner. That's Timmy's birthday. Um, so make sure that you're registered to vote. Like I said, I already got my mail-in ballot. I'm going to get it done. And it's scary times that we live in because that's really going to decide the next two to four years for a lot of uh for a lot of things in this country. And very- and then all I can say is go Karen Bass. Vote Karen Bass. Yes, Karen Bass. Because Karen Bass is a woman who cares about the people. And not only just a woman. She is a, a, a Los Angeles. A, 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 what do they call him? Uh, Angelino. That mm-hmm. cares about Los Angeles. So, And that's all people. 
her and Gavin Newsom are the best team for me. So I'm looking forward to her winning and taking over because that other one, that smile so for, so fake and so forced, girl, look like it hurt him. It hurts him to smile. Well, you know, Rick Caruso is a convenient Republican turned Democrat, but I digress. I think he tell you the Republicans know how to play the game. The Democrats just learning. They what they need to put me in charge. I would be. I'm a master of disguise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow Flame on at um at Mon- Whoa, what am I trying to say? At Monroe Flame on Instagram, Flame Monroe one two five on TikTok, Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook, and Flame Monroe on YouTube. And follow my gorgeous partner, Lauren Hogan, at Lauren Armani H on Instagram and Lauren Hogan on YouTube. And, yep, and we'll see you guys next week. Oh, we will. And we appreciate you. And thank you. Download us on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And have a good good evening. (laughs) Talk to you later. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But But nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.